Why is it every time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny? You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor. I'm a Luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know, why don't you know what just say something nice? Showtime. Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast, your home for in-depth news discussions, reviews, and deep dives into movies, television shows, and music, with a special emphasis on diversity and the Black experience. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts can be found. And you can also find us on all social media under the handle at SSM Podcast or at our website, SSMPodcast.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast. We're so glad to have you here today. Today is Sunday, June the 9th, 2019. I'm here with Ali. Make it stop. Make it stop. Who's sitting in the room with me this week. And special guest, Tammy. Ditto. Make it stop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hello. They are referring to a certain movie that we'll be reviewing later on today. Um, You may have heard about it. Um, It involves um, both men and women who wear X's on their um, clothing and may or may not be... um, have a franchise that's being retired, praise God, at this point. Uh, Damn, if, only, if only they had, instead of, instead of it being X, I wish it was A so that way we could link it with the um, Easy A. Um, <laughs> no, not, not sorry, not Easy A. Um, with um, the Scarlet Letter. The Scarlet Letter. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah, they so, need a piece of flair to kind of distinguish. Yeah. So people would be like, what, are they, are they going to review the Scarlet Letter, the movie? <laughs> we, we almost would rather. Almost. Um, <laughs> but yeah, before we do that, we, let's talk about other things that we saw this week. So for me, my list is actually a little short. Um, I So one of my favorite Disney animated films that gets no love from the Disney Corporation is a Goofy movie, which was released in 1995. Of course, it's sort of, it's an adaptation, sort of kind of continuation of Goof Shroot, the syndicated Disney afternoon cartoon show about Goofy and his son Max. Uh, I'm judging you so much right now. I hope you know that. Really? <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's fine. Powerline. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Powerline's the biggest rock star on the planet. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> A Goofy movie was designed as a test for, mostly for, uh, Walt Disney Feature Animation France, which used to be a TV studio. Well, it used to be a feature studio owned by the Breezy Brothers. They brought it, turned it into a TV studio, and then they said they thought the artists were good enough to make them feature animators. And so a Goofy movie was their test, basically. It was animated in other places as well, but France did most of, like, the key animation there. Wait, oui, wait. Oui. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it came out... It was actually came out five months late. It was supposed to come out in December. It got delayed to April of 95 um, because of production problems. But I've always enjoyed it. It's definitely, you know, it's not like a, it's like Disney feature animation quality at all. But it's a nice, fun cartoon, basically, you know, with um, with some fun Tevin Campbell songs and everything like that. Okay. So fast forward to the part where, let's just put it out there, it's black. Okay. Oh yeah, yes. Also, yeah, it's um, it's it's the one <laughs> Disney movie that every black person, every black nerd has claimed as their own because since Max is um wants to basically be Michael Jackson, Bobby Brown, <laughs> Michael Jackson, Bobby Brown oh. Prince, uh, which is paralyzed. Uh, we we just we just we've decided everybody's black. <laughs> okay. See, there's a whole other level to this movie that I did not know. <laughs> and like, especially like the way that Roxanne's design, she looks like a light-skinned black girl. And so we just, we just all, we just, everybody just assumed that we just decided Goofy movie was a, was the black Disney movie we would, we would never get oh, until right. the Princess and the Frog came along. Yeah, because it's the 90s. You can't ever have a white girl fall in love with a black guy. It's always like a Hispanic, right? Yeah, it's always either Hispanic like, or light-skinned. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer yeah. Lopez, yeah. Okay. I'm on your theory. I, I think I'm in this. Yes. So... <laughs> A Goofy movie was notoriously never really released on, on DVD and widescreen in North America, and it was never released on Blu-ray. 
Uh, however, the people at Disney Movie Club put out a limited edition exclusive Blu-ray release. And thanks to um, my good friend, thank you, John. Um, oh, I, I thought you went to see thanks to Reparations. And thanks to Reparations. Uh, <laughs> I ended up getting a copy of a Goof movie on Blu-ray. Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings and all that Blu-ray glory. Yeah, Jim Cummings and all that Blu-ray glory. My gosh. But I mean, Bill Farmer <clears throat> and Jason Marston. Um, but it, but, so the Blu-ray came and the movie is still great only problem is that the Blu-ray itself like they put no effort into this Blu-ray uh, the sound it's literally like they found like the intrapositive in the vault ran it through the telescene and put it onto a disc um, oh. it's got like you know how every other Disney film they go and they meticulously restore it frame by frame and take all the grain out and everything and sharpen everything make it like it was brand new didn't do uh, like that like Stephen Beauty yeah, like they didn't do that. Like, like it's got like a, a good case of the wave of like of like the gate wave where you know the frame sort of kind of doing this little dance. Oh yeah, this way that way. Uh, That's a shame. The sound is two stereo mix. There's there's not a five or a point one to be found. And so you're saying that even after all that, people are out here in the internet still arguing that it's not a black. <laughs> He <laughs> got, got treated like uh, it was black. <laughs> that's very fair. That is very, very fair. <laughs> I just want to point that out there because they, what Brandon just said, sounds like they put absolutely no effort. <laughs> I mean, at least. And that's sad because. Yeah. Oh no, I was going to say like as much as I'm joking around, like it is a good movie. Like it's, it's, yeah. There's a lot worse out there, Cinderella Three, but um, you yes. know, it's it's a good movie and it's, uh, it's really beloved by a lot of people from like cult classic level. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali apparently is not aware that Cinderella 3 is a thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I have no oh, idea. Oh, what a bad weekend for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will not be checking that out. No. <laughs> we would strongly suggest you don't. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I saw that. Um, I also got a copy of The Monkey's Uncle because I needed to buy two things in order to get like a certain discount in order to be able to afford both of them. So I got The Monkey's Uncle. I didn't watch it all yet. I mostly got it because the theme song is great with Annette Funicello and the Beach Boys. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, um, besides that, I did watch the um, Ava DuVernay produced miniseries When They See Us, which we'll, we, which Ali and I will review later on. Um, we'll talk about that later. So another okay. another assault on my senses. Oh lord! <laughs> oh, but a well-made assault in your senses, and a very important assault in your senses. But an assault, not very me. true. Because but... you weren't familiar with this case at all, the Central Park Five case. No, I heard about the case before. I'm. I knew. I didn't know the details. The, 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 all the how, details. How bad it was. Yes. Right. Yes, that's yeah. correct. So I. It was a lot. It was so, definitely a lot. So yeah, but very important as Brandon right. mentioned. Right. Is there anything else? Um, so I did also after the the so we saw a certain superhero movie this week that's new in theaters, and after that movie, I immediately went three theaters over and bought a ticket to go see Shazam <laughs> afterwards because I, I needed I needed a cleanse in my heart. Um, Whenever I still see it on box office mojo, I'm like, oh, that's just Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no, the funny thing is, Tebby, the theater around the corner from my apartment is the only theater that is still showing it first run. Oh, like they know. Like, they have the statistics, right? They ran the numbers in your city. Like, I don't know, for some reason, this theater, they won't stop. Brandon has, has clearly moved to a new location. Make sure that this theater is, is always stocked at this particular moment. I mean, it's I like, didn't see it alone, though. I, mean, I Just to be clear, people still go to see it. But, like, you know, all the other, like, all the other places no, you no, see it. No, people, no, the theaters kept keeping tabs on them, too. <laughs> Not just you. Okay. I mean, that's special. Okay. Right. I feel like Amazon, the government, and AMC theaters know everything there is to know about you right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they can track your movement. Jeff, Jeff Bezos has you. I did once <laughs> check it out in, in like a in a discount theater a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. I won't be doing that again. The discount theater didn't have air, didn't have central air. They had a fan. Oh, the fan no. was not on. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> not in this heat. <laughs> Oh. What? Do you know how hot is it outside? 
It was like 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 they had bought like a old theater that had been standing there, and they built like a um like a um it was like a like a like a Spanish language mall around it. Basically. Oh my god, it's like a, it's like a sweat box outside. No. Everything else was fine, but inside the theater there was no air conditioning. Oh, like, and it was from the old theaters where like the seats are all in a row. Oh no, I feel for these people. So you have to oh. crane your neck up a little bit and sit back to be able to see the screen. Oh, that's not good for my height. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably you, like, yeah, like I, I feel like certain, like you had to like stand if you're like below a certain height in them theaters. Like I don't remember how we used. To, I don't remember that struggle. I remember uh, being a little kid and seeing movies in the movie theater. I don't remember how that how that functionally worked though, because my goodness gracious, right? Like, before we had a stadium seating <laughs> <laughs> or assigned seats. Yeah. Too yeah. Whenever I go see like an art movie at the Midtown Art Cinema, that I like, when I saw Blind Spotting, they had that. I was like, oh, bro, I need to sit way back so I can see what's going on. Wow. <laughs> all right, but that's all of mine. Um, Ali, what about you? Um, besides watching uh, when they see us, um, I'm trying to think if anything noteworthy, and of course, the movie that we, the other movie, the or sorry, the movie that we will be reviewing. Later on, um, I believe um, I may have. Oh no! Why is the name escaping me? Because describe it. Describe it. Who's in it? Oh, oh, um, right. I I watched um, the uh, first couple episodes of the second season of Cloak and Dagger. Okay. So, um, I thought. It was, it's, it's good. It's still good. I don't know. Like, everybody I've talked to about Cloak and Dagger, the show, it's, they say it's good. But it's just, I don't think the marketing is um, very strong for this series. So I didn't know, like, they had a second season. Yeah, so, see? Yeah. I would say, yeah. Nor did I, <laughs> right. until, if it wasn't for the fact that, if it wasn't for that fact that, you know, you know, Brandon and I always, you know, they, they heal, you know, we were in the Say Something Nice group on Facebook. So we keep yeah. up abreast of all these these TV news. I wouldn't have known because it's just not something that is 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 strongly um you advertised. know like advertised. So and I wonder why is are they just are they out of money, maybe? I feel like Freeform might be one of those networks that they only promote one program at a time, like heavy. Like they they might have a budget to where they don't have the money to do like more than one, and they're pushing Gronish very hard right now. Oh, okay. Because I just I just feel like I I noticed that you know it's it's kind of meh right now, but that's fine. Anyways, um, I still think it's very good. The two main characters, um, they they're dealing with a lot of heavy stuff post um the season finale. Last time I won't spoil it for everybody, um. But I, I still feel like the two main leads, um, they're they're very strong, and so um, I've only seen like two episodes, so I'm gonna keep on watching to see what happens next, and um, I think, um, I cannot remember what was the other thing that I, that I watched mainly because I fell asleep watching it. I just. <laughs> Oh shoot! No, I know. Wait, no, I watched one more episode of Chernobyl. Uh, <laughs> um, that wasn't the, that wasn't the thing that I fell asleep to though. I watched one. I I did watch one episode of, of Chernobyl. Um, this show is starting to get hard to watch only because I, mm. suffering, pain, regret. <laughs> like it's it's whew, it's it's a lot. Hard watch. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm hopefully going to start that this week. I'm getting through my queue of mother stuff. And then, yeah. Yeah, it's... Because I try to watch everything that might have a spoiler, you know, mm-hmm. first so I can stay on the internet. Right. Um, <laughs> I kind of know how Chernobyl ends. So... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've been really it, wanting to watch that, so... It's 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 a lot. It's a lot mm-hmm. um, to, to get through. Um, it's just... It's just so creepy how, like I said, how they, they depict... The impending doom, because you know, you know, most of the people on this on the shore are probably gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> it's just there's no escaping it. It's just right. it's the invisible. Yeah, yeah, it's just the invisible death that's just like always there, <laughs> waiting, lurking in the shadow. You know, waiting to just yeah. you know, clutch, you know, take them away. But um, 
Because you but, see like two guys just sitting around throwing uranium back and forth. Like, oh, that's not going right, to well. Just, you, you, yeah, <laughs> playing hot potato with uranium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Um, but um, I can't remember the last thing. I will hopefully remember it soon. But that is what I have been checking out this, um, this weekend, this week. All right. Tammy, what about you? Well, um, I could have had a wonderful weekend and seen Harrison Ford as a dog. But instead, I saw X-Men. Uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, Good Omens. I've been watching Good Omens. Okay, uh, on Amazon. How yes, is that? Um, I've been enjoying it. Um, I actually had, had read the book back in high school. And I, it was one of my favorite books. And um, I would dress, describe it as um, basically Monty Python's The Omen. Uh, it's kind of a good uh, overview of what that's like. Oh. Very funny and silly and kind of a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I've been enjoying it because um, I'm a huge David Tennant fan and um, I like Michael Sheen also and stuff. He has a great cast. And um, it's, um, uh, I don't want to say I don't like it. That's not how I feel about it. I'm enjoying it, but like I'm not really pushing everybody to go drop everything and see it right now. There's some good moments. Uh, John Hamm is always fantastic. Um, and um, I wish it was funnier, maybe. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I'm not disappointed. Uh, I don't think it's bad or anything. It's just... Um, it's not as know, humorous as you thought it would be, I guess you're saying. For my personal tastes, if that makes sense. Like, there's, you know, what's universally bad, um, which we'll get to later, and uh, <laughs> what's just, you know, my personal taste. I feel it could have been a bit more... Um, uh, like, The Good Place, I feel, has more of that humor than I'm really into right now. Right. But I did enjoy it so far. I'm, I'm watching the last episode tonight, and uh, yeah, it's good. It's a really good um, uh, depiction of the book and stuff also. So I've enjoyed it. Amazon and has I, a great many good shows on there. Yeah. Like for real. Like it's just these little, you know, not not many people, not a ton of people are going to be talking about them. But when they do talk about them, it's always mm-hmm. with good things to say. Yeah, definitely. Um, Miss Basil is pretty good. Um, yeah. I still have to finish the first season, but I really enjoyed what I did watch. Um, so I wasn't really a fan of The Tick, uh, but I'm very biased on The Tick. Because, um, um, I mean, the, the live action, um, the original live action on Fox, I'm a big fan of is Patrick Warbington mm-hmm. um, and Bat Manuel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not great either, but um, it felt more campy than I like uh, yeah, compared to this one. It's trying to be more like MCU The Tick almost to me. I'm not quite yeah. sure. It doesn't need, uh, The Tick doesn't need all that. It doesn't need all that dressing on it. Just... No, I just like weird, weird, funny, tongue-in-cheek, yeah. you know. And Patrick Warburton, I mean, his voice. He is great. <laughs> I want had him, it perfectly. I want him to read me the alphabet. <laughs> and I still quote to this day the first episode of the Tick live action, like randomly all the time, like, who puts gum on a roof? And um, other things like that. <laughs> mm. But it's, it's good to read or watch, I guess, but... Yeah, I can't think of anything else I've really seen. It's kind of a slow week. Okay. Uh, unless you want to count Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. Oh, as that reminds me. Yes. So I watched... <laughs> um, so Tammy wanted me to watch an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, it's called The Gang Turns Black. Yes. Um, in which they're, um, they're all watching The Wiz. Yes. Um, the 1978 <laughs> Diana Ross version of The Wiz. Which y'all know how I feel about that. Turn Turn <laughs> uh, and a lightning bolt comes down and electrocutes the, um, <laughs> the VCR. So they wake up and they've been transformed magically into black people. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, but like, so they still look like white people today, but they look in the mirror or anything. Anybody else sees them as like black people. And so they, they, like a it, quantum leap. Yeah, like a quantum leap sort of thing. And <laughs> Scott Bakula is a guest star in the episode, just to put the cherry <laughs> on the top. Which, uh, me telling you to watch this episode is my way of saying thank you for having me watch Cats Don't Dance. <laughs> for the record. Scott Bakula, incredible. I love Scott Bakula. Uh, incredible um, uh, musician, singer, that kind of thing. So yeah, he's yeah. in Cats Don't Dance and sings. And yeah. You can also watch him on N- on um, on uh, uh, NCIS. Uh, um, oh, yeah. The Louisiana, Louisiana one, maybe? Yeah, you can watch yeah. him on NCIS. The Enterprise, if you know. An Enterprise, if if you're if you mm-hmm. are a fan, or just watch more Quantum Leap. Nothing wrong right. with that. Sick, eh? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So um, uh, you enjoyed, I mean, the, the Wiz references? There's yeah, more yeah. than I probably know about, right? Yeah. Like, there aren't too many specific Wiz references other than just sort of kind of like the tone of the songs and what are the rules? And do, 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 you know? <laughs> <laughs> what are the rules? What are the rules? Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, it was, really, it was a really good episode. It was really funny. It was really, it was really pointed in places and very, like, you know, it, it self-aware, very self-aware. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were going to like it or hate it. Yeah, I could see it going both ways. <laughs> But, you know, uh, how often do you have a Wiz reference, much less, I don't know, three? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, it's a, it's funny how Community, the show Community, had so yes. many callbacks to other things in pop culture. I'm surprised mm-hmm. they never had a Wiz reference in there. Is that definitely the case? I don't think, I don't, I don't remember any episode of Community ever having, uh, ever having them reference, having a, a, a like a Wiz episode, now that I think about it. Because if anybody why. would, they would. Yeah, because it's Community. Community always does this on purpose. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Huh. Huh. They need to do better. In fact, you know what? More than that, just bring back Community altogether. <laughs> Right. I watched that last Yahoo season, and uh, I have never seen the Yahoo season. How is that? Um, it feels different, but it still has some good community stuff. Okay. Um, but it has um, oh, I can't remember his name. I I have to remember his name. Um, he's one of my favorite voice actors. Oh, I'm a monster. I can't. I can remember his Instagram name. What's going on? I think Phoenix has broken me as a human. Mm, that's, that's the only explanation voice right actors. now. Because uh, Mark Hamill, I can't remember. Bob Bergen, uh, name random voice actors. Um, Tom Kenny. Uh, what did he? What did he? <laughs> what's his voice? What does he what voice? What is his voice? Yeah. Uh, he's uh, He's um uh uh just ah thinking. Um, Doctor Facilier. Oh, Keith David. Thank you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Keith like, David. <laughs> yeah, he just has this great voice. Um, just like the dark, silvery kind of like, yeah, he's great. He is in there as the uh, token old man uh, character in Community, since we don't have one anymore in that season. Right. Um, but it's this running joke where like um, Abed is like, oh, I don't know, are you our new, uh, you know, token Donald Glover, or are you no new token uh, old guy? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Going back yeah, and forth on that because I didn't have Donald Glover anymore. Too funny. <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it. There was some good stuff in there. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead on to the news. All right. So first up, um, so DC Universe last week premiered its third original show, Swamp Thing. And then five days later came news that it had been canceled. Wap, wap. But here's the, and so of course, you know, this was of course, you know. We had to establish some things ahead of time. First of all, people don't read. And they never do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was became, ha, 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 DC sucks. You know, that sort of thing. But if you actually look into the details, first of all, they already had announced this. And second of all, it's not, you know, quote, unquote, DC. Or even Warner Brothers, in this case, necessarily their fault. Yeah, this is actually like uh, this more complicated, like financial issue kind of thing where it's not just DC having usual DC stuff. Right. Like, what happened was that they were filming Swamp Thing in North Carolina. Uh, The cost of the first season was $80 million. And they, of course, were filming in North Carolina in order to get a certain amount of a tax break. And that tax break is $40 million. Oh, no, no. It it turned out that they thought they were getting closer to it. It was less of a jump than we thought. $40 million was kind of, like, exaggerated a little bit. Actually, more than a little bit. It was actually they thought they were getting $18 million, and and they ended up getting twelve. Which twelve was like the maximum amount that apparently the state gives out, and I think they were mistaken that they thought they could get more because of some of whatever. And so when they found that out, they actually originally were supposed to do thirteen episodes of the series, and they cut it to ten while they were in North Carolina back in April, mm-hmm. and they shut production down. And at that point, they DC Universe, the actual service, put up a little notice on its message board that Swap Thing was now going to be a limited series. And that there wasn't going to be a season two. Um, of course, you know, the 800,000 people who subscribed to DC Universe saw that, or some of them at least. 
and it didn't get as far as the news when um um the people at the good people at Deadline Hollywood put a headline Swamp Thing canceled four days after premiere up uh, on their service that clearly got more attention from people. But, you know, it's a thing where it's not like they uh, actually people were like, why did would they announce it right after the show premiered? Cancellations usually don't get announced like that. Usually the um the people at the news services, you know, they're it's their job to be nosy, but they're nosy. And they find out from the agents, from the production companies and things like that, people who are hired to work on shows when they get notices that they're not getting picked up for another option. Because mm. it never said Warner Brothers Television or DC Universe can- comes out and says Swamp Thing is canceled. It, re- it always said sources confirm. And then later on, they had to put out a statement saying that uh, we, because like, the way they framed it was like they weren't going to show any more episodes. And they had to come out, put out a statement like late at night, Thursday night, like, we are still showing the episodes. We're just, we don't have any plans for a season two at this time. Right. They had to do damage control. So they have the whole season one already. It's being edited still. Oh, okay. Which is going to mean the DC Universe doesn't put their episodes up all at the same time like Netflix does. They put them up once a week. Okay. Uh, and so they're going to put up everything through August that they have. But they're not going to, to go beyond that. Because um, it wasn't that show was bad. It got good ratings. It's actually produced by James Wan. He didn't know about, you know, the whole thing, apparently. Like, because um, I mean, he's not, he's like a producer. He's not, like, day-to-day on the show. But, I don't know. It just, I just saw so much bad reporting surrounding this thing. And just, you know, bad reporting bothers me. So. <laughs> As it should. Right. I mean, it's not Trust. like, yeah. it's not like I'm rushing to go see Swamp Thing. Like, um, that's probably one of the few series of DC Universe that I really wasn't, frankly, that excited about. I'm just not a Swamp Thing person. Oh look, it's a it's a it's it's a spinach monster, um, right? And, uh, and you know, but he's trauma. But he's yeah, he's been through a lot. He's a well, he's he, a sad. She, no, she says trauma, the trauma corporation, like Toxic Avenger and, and like people who are similar like that. Yeah, but he's, he's mean, a sad spinach. <laughs> he is. A sad he is. <laughs> We're never gonna get that Popeye uh, Swamp Thing crossover we've been promised for the. Uh, He's been through a lot, okay? Okay. <laughs> he had to escape um all those aunties trying to make food for the potluck. And all that all that um all that um you know salad dressing. <laughs> from um chicken of Popeye, people from Popeye's chicken and biscuits. I'm chasing that there behind to put them into a pot and sell them with some um uh, some greens and some, <laughs> some and some and some some corn corn kernels. <laughs> some corn kernels. <laughs> the, the go to corral people <laughs> say, oh shit, we go, we go make our budget. <laughs> Get this no, that's not right. That's not right. He's a person. He has feelings. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't want any of it. Let me stop. Next up. So, speaking of Shazam, um, apparently the people at New Line and Warner Bros. are very happy with this Shazam movie that they did not promote. Um, I I found out that their promotional budget was like a third of what it usually is for a, a quote unquote superhero movie, which oh, wow. explains a lot. Cause we did, I didn't even get character posters, Tammy. I oh. would have bought all <laughs> seven, I guess, character posters if they had made them. <laughs> but you know what? I think uh, that we, was in wait, spoilers. We can't just we can't we still can't get those. Like we can't. They haven't made them. I mean, I can sit down and you know try to. Make them myself. But, you know, wait, wait, maybe. Wait, but when they, when they, when they show you those on the official, mm-hmm. does not mean that there exists. They don't exist. Nobody made them. There are three posters for Shazam. One for the. There are three American. There are three American posters. One for IMAX. One for Adobe Cinema, and one for the regular one. They all either feature Zachary Levi or Asher Angel. So, you know how Dumbo. Had like a poster for everybody. Yeah, who was in yeah. Dumbo and how like. The other but why shows. wouldn't they? But why didn't they do that for the for the Shazam? Though? They didn't have a budget for the marketing like that. Their much their marketing budget was small. Okay, wait. I wait. think it would have been spoilers, can, though. But after. Well, well, you don't want. I mean, okay, the movie's been out for two months. You don't want posters of the kids as superheroes. You want posters of the kids. You want, 
You want like a like a Zachary Levi, an Astro Angel, a Jack Dylan Grazer, a Faith Herman, a Jovan Armand, a Grace Fulton, and an Ian Chen, and okay. a Mark Strong. So wait, so let me get this straight. What about post um, release? They didn't do that either. But they, I don't know if they're going to preach for shit on us at the end of June. Because I was going to say, like, the like, movie made a lot of money. So perhaps they could use some of that to after they've done paying everybody. <laughs> then they then they pull they pull from the some some you know some of that and they're like okay now that this a significant amount of time has passed now we may release um character posters because you know spoilers <laughs> you know right so they don't yeah, and they to don't be do that. fair yeah because to be fair like uh is this the first DC movie that wasn't just like all dark Jack Snydery right mm-hmm. so maybe Aquaman wasn't. Uh, what well, Brockman wasn't, he's, he's wasn't still super credited bright. On Aquaman, mind you. It's yeah. the first one that Zack Snyder's not credited on at all in any format. Yeah. And I mean, this felt different. Jason right? Momoa. So maybe... Yeah. It wasn't dark. Like sunlight hit Jason Momoa's skin. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Well, maybe I mean, they, they, they weren't sure. So they didn't want to put too much money into it yet because they didn't know if this is going to play because it's different feeling than the rest of the. It's DCU. different feeling. There's no real movie stars in it and that sort oh, of thing. Yeah. Wow. Poor Zachary Levy. He heard that. He listen. I think I think Zachary Levi is a great actor. I think he's very talented. He's a great singer. He's not a movie star quite yet. Maybe he's one yeah. now, but when the movie came, he wasn't one when the movie came. I out. love Chuck, also starring Scott Bakula. <laughs> Bring it around town. Come on. Yes. Like the biggest star in Shazam is. I if I'm going by like sort of kind of like people who can open a movie and who and people's like. I guess social media farms is making good. It's not appear until the like, second hour of the movie. <laughs> Mark Strong. Mark Strong. Is Mark Strong? Uh, Kingsman. What are, are you talking? Um, uh, no, no, Sherlock no, no. Holmes? You see, it's because Brent doesn't watch any of these things, so he doesn't know. I know oh, Mark Strong's in Kingsman, but I'm it's Mark Strong or Megan <laughs> Good. Who's the bigger star? Megan Good had a movie come out this year with her name on it. Yes, but who saw it? Black people. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> different scale. I see now. <laughs> I don't know, Brandon. I, don't, I didn't hear people talking about that. Oh, I heard people talking about it. They say I it mean, wasn't good, but <laughs> it's not bad. So. If we're gonna go box office numbers on, you know, what they were in, I don't know offhand, but I'm gonna push for Mark Strong right now. Um, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but the um, thing is, they're moving ahead with the next installment in the Shazam series, which of course is the okay. solo Dwayne Johnson Black Adam movie. So, so we're still doing this. We are still doing this. <laughs> okay, okay. And as I said, I said on social media, this movie, no matter if it's good or bad, will never not be some. I'm David Ruffin, and these are the Temptations <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> So I'm genuinely curious. Has anybody from the studio contacted you? Because <laughs> have they not checked to see that you've written all the Wikipedia articles that they're going off of? I don't know if they know or not, because I still wrote all that shit. <laughs> yeah, for the record, that's happened. You wrote all the articles. I wrote all the articles that are Shazam related. Now, mind you, they aren't all my writing. And, you know, the Black Adam in particular has been like sort of kind of like trash because they're like, and then Black Adam this in issue number 35, and then in 36, he did that. So let me get this straight. So let me get this straight. Uh-huh. After you've edited a Wikipedia article, right? Mm-hmm. And saved it, and mm-hmm. now it's there online. Yeah. Somebody can just come in after you and just. That's how Wikipedia works. Edit it, right? <laughs> so, so if you wanted to, you have to keep going back to the article to make sure that your article to is. To make sure they didn't fuck it up, yes. Okay. And he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. That's the first thing I did. When I came out of Shazam, I'm like, oh, I got to go call Brandon because this is his thing. And that's how I know who Mary Marvel is. Because of Brandon. And I'm like, let me go check the, uh, the Wikipedia. I'm like, wait, let me go check the wiki history. Oh, this is recent. Yep. Okay. You're still up to date. <laughs> Jesus. But yes. yeah. So they've hired um, Jaume Colette Sarah to direct... Um, the Black Adam movie. He is the director of Disney's Jungle Cruise starring The Rock, which comes out it next does, summer. It doesn't matter. He's <laughs> he's he's a he's a he's a puppet. The real director is The Rock. <laughs> let's not let's not kid ourselves. Let's not kid ourselves. I, I'm not even gonna argue this one. I agree with you. Yeah, so he's the face, you know, this guy's the face. But what's really gonna happen is he's gonna um see he's gonna get this script. And then he's going to be like, here you go, Dwayne. 
Mr. You- Johnson. Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Here you go, Mr. Johnson. The Rock looks like it at it and he says, and he goes something like, "This makes me look like a villain." Why is he so evil? Why is he killing children? Why is he so evil? And then, <laughs> and then you know, one of the one of the very geeky um like lighting people or or one of the um the assistant directors or whatever like one of the like little junior eighties, you know he you know he's always wanted to be on this set, so he walks up to to Mr. Johnson and is like, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, and then <laughs> before he even lets out two more syllables, the rock snaps his finger, and and security carried <laughs> upset. Yeah. Security promptly tackles that poor boy, <laughs> and and just like in the Josie and the Pussycats video, an unmarked van <laughs> screeches to a halt in front of the studio. And, he, and that boy is thrown in there and he's never seen again. For the record, that's one of the funniest things that's ever happened in a movie when they do that poor girl to that van. <laughs> she, she had no idea what was happening. She, she didn't have a clue, a clue. You're a real rebel, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> We're interested to hear your opinion. Well, first of all, what? <laughs> she, she, this is if 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 this was 2019, this would be a perfect opportunity to use that slang yeet. She got yeet. She got yeeted. She got yeeted right into that. Right. So as we all know, Dwayne Johnson's schedule is chock full of things. And so I have no idea what time they'll shoot this movie, like sometime next year, apparently. Um all I know is that if they plan on making any more Shazam movies, they probably want to get um speed on along because um Asher Ed is gonna be seven feet tall. By 2021, I think. So the funny thing is, <laughs> let me tell you the funny thing about that. Seven feet tall and singing songs with Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> let me tell you why that's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because on the TV end mm-hmm. of things, on the, the on Andy Mac, on no, on Young Justice, oh, Young Justice season three on DC Universe. Oh yeah, he's grown. Billy Batson's Billy like Batson's already grown. Yeah. So when I saw him, I didn't even realize that was Billy Batson. That's how much I was just like, who is this guy? Oh, who's this, who's this child? <laughs> who is this? No, I was like, who is this man? Oh, oh, oh the dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, who is this man? Yeah. And then, then he says, Shazam. And I'm like, you're a man and you turn into another man. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, so yeah, so I'm in front of, the, I'm in front of my, my, my laptop. I'm like, Oprah, like, so what is the truth? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah I, I was I was very perplexed I was like I don't you're messing with my mind DC <laughs> the idea is that when he's about 35 40 he'll like Shazam Captain Marvel so wait I have to ask you about that so when he turns into Shazam mm-hmm. is that what he imagines himself to be as an adult it's a al- amalgamation of what he imagines himself to be an adult and what he remembers his dad looking like. Because um, I don't know if anybody else is reading the Shazam comics. Um, they're, uh, the issue six just came out last week. And because in the movie, they talk about how Billy's dad was in prison, basically. In issue six, he gets out and comes to see Billy. And he looks just like Shazam without the muscles. Like if he was like a regular size dude. Okay, so... But but the, the the hair the, the um how the does face. Billy how does Billy know what his father looks like? I he, has he, was... he has photos. Okay, so it's not just it's not just he just he doesn't know what his wait he knows what his mother looks like. In the comics, he has one photo of his family that he has. Okay, okay. In okay. the movie, I don't think he has anything, but he remembers what his parents look like. Okay, so it's his father, right? Okay, interesting. And I assume that they make a part two that they'll have that can really by play Billy's dad, and he'll show up. Okay. So I thought they would have that in this one. So eventually Shazam will... Eventually Shazam will start looking more and more like... Have you ever read Kingdom Come? No. In Kingdom Come, he's fully grown. Okay. Because Kingdom Come takes place way in the future. Okay. And he looks indistinguishable in either form. So now when he says Shazam, he literally just gets a suit. Right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But yeah, so Black Adam movie comes out probably sometime in 2021... 
pray for us. Black guys will be sitting there um, hugging cats and picking yeah, flowers. He's go- yeah, he's going to be um, getting, <laughs> getting cats out of trees and helping old ladies cross the street. <laughs> Instead of snapping necks and just being yeah. evil. And then there's going, going, going to be a romance um, in there too because, you know... They come, um, well, they'll bring in Andriana Tomas, which they can't call her Isis for, you know... There, there'll definitely be a romance in there because, you know, the, the rock is good for saving, saving damsels in distress. Mm-hmm. Or from, or quote unquote, from themselves. Black women don't go to that audition. You ain't getting picked. Um, <laughs> oh. Damn sure or not. Damn sure. One thing Dwayne Johnson will not be doing is it's dating somebody of his is own race. Anything, <laughs> is anything for you? Mind you, though. Mind you, though. He'll put a bunch of he put a, put a bunch of his people in of his, of his other of the Samoan side. So, yes. Oh. oh. That Hobbs oh. and Shaw trailer of some more people, all my cousins, whatever. Yeah, Dwayne, what about like, the black side? Huh? I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's a lot of big boys in that trailer. I was like, damn, that's a lot of Samoan guys in there. And they, they were doing breathe, a, a, breathe, full, air, a full haka. Air, air. And I was like, what is going on? What is going on? <laughs> so, so yeah, so he'll put his people on. He'll put his people on. But not his people. But, but, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, so as you, as y'all can tell, I'm not excited about this Black Adam whole thing. I actually, <laughs> well, I actually well, wait, appreciated wait. that they didn't have him in the Shazam movie because I actually, I feel like they overexposed Black Adam in the comics when they picked the Rock to play him in these movies. I feel like the shit got way out of hand. I really wanted a movie that's focused on Billy and the and the and the family, which is what I got. I and think, with Savannah's the bad guy, which is perfect for me. I love fucking Savannah. He's great. I think it's important to to basically just Cliff Notes version say that one of the problems here that we have obviously we have no idea what's going to happen in the Black Adam movie obviously but one of the one of the problems here um, that we can already foresee is that because um, Dwayne Johnson has he has a particular he has a particular um, sort of um, MO about him in movies a brand yeah he has a brand. brand exactly he has a brand that he wants to uphold and that brand is I'm a lovable big guy whom whom is who is like here for you know justice and saving people, but I can also kick your ass, right? If I need to. I don't think Dwayne Johnson is going to be able to um see a like the actual Black Adam comic and think, oh, I want to play that kind of character. According to what Brandon was saying, we really believe that The Rock is basically just answering the call of fans online. I believe that as well. It's just people are just like, wow, wow, um, the um, wow, Rock, you look just like. No, he doesn't. They didn't say that shit. Or what? It's fanboys who want wrestlers to play all the. Oh right, right. Yeah, it's oh, you are so strong. You know who you should play, Black Adam. And then the Rock goes, ooh, well, you know I am pretty strong because he's (laughs) these same motherfuckers wanted John Cena to play Shazam, which. Which yeah. gave me heart trouble. That's like because John because John Cena looks like Hammerhead from Spider Man, and he has about the acting ability of a ham sandwich. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of which, they're putting him in Fast and the Furious Nine. And I said, was well, he playing a car? <laughs> you know, I liked him in Bumblebee. I got to give him credit. He made me genuinely laugh. Listen, in Bumblebee. listen, I I I don't, Brandon. You've seen John Cena act before. I sure have. Brandon, he's he, he's funny. I'm sorry. He's not a good actor, though. Okay, but he's but he's trying to do the comedy thing. I think he does comedy. Like he does comedy pretty okay. You know, they have schools where people learn to act. Okay, all right, <laughs> fair enough. But I'm just saying that he can be funny. He can be a funny guy. Funny wait, wait, I can I can fix this. Okay, you, you want to say something really funny, Ellie? Mm. Okay, okay. I think Shazam is just a crappier version of Prime. This, this is trolling. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't read enough comics to laugh at that joke, though. Unfortunately, <laughs> I had to explain. I had to take time out to explain to him who Prime is and why that's funny. But I, I'm triggered. That helped. <laughs> so, See, it's like a reset button. <laughs> so, so yeah, we we really feel like as if that 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 The Rock is probably going to take control of this property. Like, he'll he'll use this opportunity to sort of take control and, in his mind, rebrand Black Adam as something else. 
and that's mm-hmm. that's going to that's going to upset a lot of diehard um, comic book fans. Who I understand. That's how I feel about Emma Watson and I, Beauty and the Beast. I I feel like it'll be more than <laughs> to make a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emma Watson, Beauty and the Beast. Um, there goes the big girl with his trade. Or let's not wear historical fashion because I don't want to wear a corset. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. I'm Emma Watson and I and I stand for contemporary clothing. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, next stop. up, this coming Friday, we'll see the release of a... One, two, three, four. The fifth movie in the Shaft series, which is called Shaft, because the people at New Line Cinema don't want to call it Son of Shaft for reasons that I do not quite understand. Whatever lies. Mm. It's called Shaft. It's <laughs> too big. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> no, no, the actual tagline is more Shaft than you can handle. There you go. <laughs> because it has, um, it stars Jesse T. Usher as um, Shaft Jr., and it, with uh, Samuel L. Jackson as John Shaft II and Richard Roundtree as the original Shaft, who is the grandfather, I think, instead of the... He was originally the uncle, but I think they're retconning as the, as the grandfather, unless you just call your granddad uncle. Your so uncle basically, granddad. it's Shaft XXL. Yes. <laughs> wow. Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> but um, I don't know what this movie's going to do because they, are, they haven't been promoting it very heavily. Like, it's been a trend with Warner Brothers this year. They don't promote shit heavily anymore. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I, I did hear AT&T cutting budgets when they bought the company, so that might be what's mm-hmm. going on. But one thing in particular, um, Isaac Hayes III, who's the son of Isaac Hayes, the famous one, who's Isaac Hayes Jr., uh, put an op-ed into Billboard where he talked about how he offered uh, New Line Cinema uh, about... 300 unreleased masters of Isaac Hayes' music for use in Shaft for a Shaft soundtrack, and they didn't take it. Instead, they uh, put together a wider variety of, like, songs that were probably cheaper to license. And then they have um, Christopher something or rather, I forgot his name, doing the score. Uh, And looking at the composer's other films that he's worked on, I think they hired him because he's economical. Oh. I think it's one of those things. I don't think they're trying to spend too much money on this new Shaft movie. I mean, there's no Jada Pinkett Smith, so. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know what the make of it. I, the reviews will come out by Thursday. I'm not looking forward to them after. Because I mean, I just, I like the idea. The idea is fine. It's that, you know, um, John's John Shaft's kid is is a is a geek who works for like I think the CIA or whatever, and they have to solve a, he has to solve a case with his with his dad and his granddad, and so he has to kind of learn how to be cool like they are. But he is not. But he's not he's cool. Anything but. <laughs> Which is perfect for Jesse T. Usher. When they, when they first announced him, I said, "There's no way he's playing a Shaft. Like how, this, how, is he going to play like 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 the anti-Shaft? And he's playing the anti-Shaft, which makes sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, but." It sounds like they're not putting a lot of effort into it. That's just sort of kind of a thing to just to put out there to have something on the release schedule, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm looking this up right now. It's only a $30 million budget, so they're probably not which is more too worried. Well, that's actually about mm-hmm. what I expected to cost. Like, that's a little, okay. that's a little more, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, honestly, the trailers look good. It made me laugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. the trailers look good. I, I'm careful with them. They shot it here. And I think, is this the one the ones they oh. shot around the corner from your house? Not your house, but from your job, Ali? Yes. They were um, shooting Shaft. I was driving home one time and all of a sudden, all of these, 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 they put up these barricades and whatnot. And um, uh, the next day when I was at work, one of my coworkers who um, is like a, he's, he has a side job as a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, he was telling me, yeah, they're doing shaft over there. So so he <laughs> we were we were going to walk over there during lunch and and see if we can like um try to um coerce the security people into <laughs> <laughs> with food or something. I was just like, hey man, what's going on? You know, try to chop it up, you know, and and I see if we can get a peek as to what's going on. But um that didn't turn out um very well. So Right. Yeah. yeah, Christopher um, Leonard is the musician they have doing it. They're still using Isaac Hayes' the instrumental version of his theme from Shaft. Shaft. 
They're using <laughs> lyrics, though. You know, this is just the. They're not using the rest of it. What? That's what I understand is that the movie has the instrumental version of the Shaft theme, but not the lyric, not the vocal version. But that's. Oh, no. No. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching that. You spoiled it. Uh, you spoiled it for me. I'm not watching that. That's why I, I, it's not confirmed. That's what's what the heard. point of what's the point if you can't hear hear the, the beautiful lyrics? <laughs> Who's the black proper dick? Who's the sex machine to all the chicks? Shaft. Shaft. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that you have to. Oh no, this is very no. We'll this see. Is, this is not cool. So basically, this movie is no longer. I'm not calling this movie Shaft anymore. I'm calling it The Tip. It's Sunday, oh. and Brandon has chosen to sing to sing some. So, mm. <laughs> he's, he's singing a Negro spiritual. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, Tom Holland will be starring in the adaptation of the video game Uncharted, which speaking, comes out yeah, Christmas Speaking of mini-me's. So, <laughs> so Poor Nathan Fillion. Yeah, right? Like, this dude Jeez. went through the trouble. He went through the yeah. trouble of, like, Doing, and it was a really good little um, action sequence scene um, that he shot. Yeah. So what, that was what, really what, fun. What happened here? Nathan Fillion shot a test for Uncharted? Oh, yeah. He uh, applied for the job <laughs> literally mm-hmm. by uh, creating a short where he was Nathan Fillion. And it's like, yeah. well done. And it was funny. And it fit perfectly the tone. Like, he really did nail the character. And Yeah. Uh, so, like, were, imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine, Brandon, if instead, instead of going into, like, a, like a casting like to to like read for lines. Uh-huh. Imagine that instead of doing that, you decided to take it upon yourself to actually shoot a whole scene. Like so, Ryan Reynolds did for Deadpool. Okay, sure. I don't remember that, but sure. You remember that? They, they actually had to leak it in order to try to convince Fox to greenlight it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So he mm-hmm. literally did something like that. He put, uh, he put it on... Is it YouTube he put it on? Is that... Probably, that, yeah. Like, okay. So he put Everything it on YouTube. Ends up there. Yeah, so he put it on, on YouTube. And at first, people were like, People, some people were confused. They were like, "Wait a second, is this, is this really the new Tim? That, um, you know, is that is is this um the the new Nathan Drake?" And because obviously he looked, I mean, you don't even need to know that this was Uncharted. He did it so well that I knew exactly the character he was playing. Yeah, I knew for it was sure it was perfect. And then they, they cast someone. <laughs> And, you know, they've been working on this movie for a long time. Yeah, I and, think they, um, they probably knew that they didn't want to go with older Nathan no, Drake. They, they wanted to go with young. Younger origin. Yeah. I know. Which, funnily well, I mean, enough… It in, sounds like they've gone from… Because like, it's supposed to be like an Indiana Jones type of thing, right? It's like they've gone from Indiana Jones to Johnny Quest by casting Tom Holland. Okay. Uh, so… Um, <laughs> No, and, and honestly, Tom Holland has the same kind of humor as Spider-Man. It's basically like he's constantly kind of quipping and stuff uh, yes. back with, you know, whoever's chasing after him or whatever. So. I completely agree. Yeah, Tom Holland is, yeah, Tom Holland Spider-Man is, is very much like um, Nathan Drake. Now, mind you though, in the third um, Uncharted um, video game, there is a large sequence where you play as the younger version of Nathan Drake for his origin story. Okay. Spoilers for Uncharted 3. So, so basically, perhaps they are planning on extrapolating from that, from that for the role that um, Tom Holland is going to play. So, you know, honestly, I, I would have liked an older Nathan Drake because he's just so cool in the video games. But you know what? I saw the sequence with younger Nathan Drake in the video game and… It's kind of cool. His little his origin is it's his his origin is kind of cool. Him in an orphanage and just him, you know, mm-hmm. being he's like a little he's like a little um, Oliver Twist type kind of character. So when he's mm-hmm. young, so it's fine. So yeah, I'm I'm eager to see it because I think um, I think we can all agree, all of us, that Tom Holland he's he's a pretty funny lad. Yeah. 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 He's just, great. just don't tell him any secrets. He'll, he'll, he'll leak it all over. <laughs> yes. They told me it was a wedding. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, what, yeah. It's a wedding. It's a wedding, Tom. Go ahead and put it on your Instagram. Yeah. Him and Mark Ruffalo. Those yeah. two. Yeah. Just, just, don't, just don't tell them anything. <laughs> all right. Uh, 
And all right, so this is the challenge, actually. So let's go ahead on to the Say Something Nice challenge. All right, so um, there is an aspiring actress named Raquel Bailey. Uh, she really, 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 really wanted to be in a Tyler Perry movie or a show or something. So in order to get Tyler Perry's um, attention, she didn't go through her agent. She didn't show up for auditions. She instead bought a billboard in Southwest Atlanta near Tyler Perry Studios um, with her photograph. And it reads as follows. Attention, Mr. Perry. Raquel Bailey is your next leading lady. RaquelBailey.com. Instagram, Twitter, at I'm Raquel Bailey. Listen, if you're not going to be your own hype man, who is? Who? Whomst? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, Tyler saw it. And this is Tyler Perry's response to this, um, this woman. I'm going to read it. Um, I can't do like Medina. But, uh, <laughs> I, just saw, I just saw the first line and I, I am about to die. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he said. Uh, so here's the deal. This is not the way to get my attention if you're looking for a role in one of my shows. Please don't do this. Save your money. This is the third time someone has done this. Please stop. To audition is free. It's not really, but yeah. I'm sure you can use that money for a better purpose. Wait, it's not free to audition for? I mean, you got it. I mean, if you really want to get an audition for, like, a role on a show, you probably need to have retained an agent. You know, and agents cost money. They take, they take, well, they take money when you get hired. Okay. I was about to say, like, if it is a, if there's a casting call, can I just walk in? You, I mean, you have to get on the list. You generally don't get on the list if you don't have an agent. Okay. It's one of those things. Okay. Wow. Well, anyways, but he's okay. So if I were to comment on this, he's right, guys. You do not need to, this is not the way to get a role. Because here's the thing. If if Tyler Perry accepts an invite like that, do you know how it'll throw off so many things? Like what people are going to think that that's the way to get roles in the future. And then then the the highway is just going to be sprinkled <laughs> with just yeah. ads about people just saying. Hey, Steven Spielberg. Hey, um, you know, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, J.J. Uh, Abrams. J.J. Abrams. You know, hey, um, Christopher Nolan. I am your next lead. You know, Facebook at blah, 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 blah. Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. Like, come on, guys. This is, no, there's, there's a proper way. It's not, she, she, she did this like as if like, as if to say, like, oh my god, I figured out the cheat code to getting a role on on Tyler Perry. That's not the cheat code, darling. Well, let me tell you this. Um, Tyler also says, you know, because his response is long, I won't, I won't read all of it, but he says, and by the way, you were great in the night of. It was my favorite show a couple of years ago. I already saw you, so just audition and keep your money. <laughs> oh, and so she responded actually on Facebook. Uh, she said, well, I guess I should respond since everyone is talking about me. Yes! You, know, <laughs> you didn't think that people would be talking about you, though? Yeah. <laughs> thank I you, love it. Thank you, Mr. Perry, for taking the time to post about my billboard and to give me some wisdom. This was my leap of faith. And with faith, you never know where it will land you or if it will even work. Sometimes, Hello? hey, Ken, sometimes hey. we have to step out the norm and do something unconventional. Not everyone is going to agree or think it's a great idea. That's the chance I took. God bless. We're reading the um, response of the lady who put that Tyler Perry billboard down on the interstate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, man, that man was probably driving down the interstate and, sorry, and nearly swerved his car. He was not driving. <laughs> oh, sorry. He was he, being uh, driven. Okay. <laughs> that man was being driven down the highway and, and, he, and hollered at the back of the, in, in the back seat. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and nearly, <laughs> nearly caused the driver to crash the car. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, again? <laughs> yeah, not again. <laughs> I, right. I like that, he, I like that he, 
he I like that he was not disrespectful though. Right? He he basically yeah. he well, basically just said, Hey, this is not the proper way to do it. There are channels. You 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 know, I don't want you to waste your money. I want you to, you know, to save up, you know, and you know, go for the prop because Brandon just mentioned um, most people they would get an agent mm-hmm. to to do, and a professional headshot and a professional headshot. Not this thing where it's your your face is clearly um, overexposed, you know, and, um, and a non expired website. And <laughs> what? If Wait, what? This tea, this tea is scalding. This tea no, is, is no, wait a minute. What's wrong with our website? Scalding. I mean, I, if I have it correctly, uh, uh, the one on the um. A billboard. It it says it's expired Squarespace. Yeah. <laughs> it could be at the wrong domain. Someone please double check this. Please like, double uh, check this, Brandon. Let's see. Please let's double see. check. It is expired. I got it. I got no, it. No, no, we got it. You I may have. It. You may have. Tell me, you may have spelled it wrong. Could maybe I did. Do it again. It's, um, it's, I, I got it. Her, her Brandon. Brandon, spell it for her. Website is better than the one she put on that billboard. Yeah, Brandon, spell it for her. Uh, R A C. Q U E L B A I L E Y dot com. Oh, there's a C. Yeah. Okay. Not expired. <laughs> right. We fact checked. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we were about to get we were about to get um emails. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh no. we were gonna get emails. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, I'm a big trust but verify person. So please. That would have been <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. And so yeah, like see, like she like like um like Tyler Perry said, she's been in things. She he said that she, he saw her in the night of. That's the one with um what's his name? I don't I never watched it. The, um, you're asking me wrong questions. Uh the 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 um Middle Eastern dude who plays um the villain in Riz Ahmed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and that is that is a better headshot, you know. And uh, from my perspective, it's uh, from the marketing kind of, you know, what's your call to action? What are you going to do for conversion? What's your goal by putting in this money? Is it only to get a role in a, in a Tyler Perry movie? Because okay, um, but like, <laughs> what other benefits can you have from that? Whatever your dream is, your dream, of course. Right. Well, she, um, she she got exposure, so yeah, but yeah. is it the right type of exposure? You know, and yeah. um, also also I, this may have turned people off from this may have turned prospective. Yeah. Um, you know, employers from her because they're right. like, oh, so you're gonna, you pull, you pull shenanigans like this. We, yeah, because it's you know, almost it's a, it's a mixed bag, laundry. I think, because it could, yeah, it could turn people off, like it turned Tyler Perry off, because even though she thought it was a good idea, you kind of put him on blast and on, on or yeah. not on blast, but a spotlight on him to kind of perform, and you mm-hmm. don't want to do that to anybody who you want something from. It's it's kind of like when you're trying to get the attention of the girl you like in school, yes. and you and you you like you you don't want to pull an Urkel where you do it in front of everybody like hey Laura, you know you right. want to come up from the side kind of cool to say hey you know I've been feeling you blah 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 blah. Whereas she's kind of like putting it everything balls to the wall like here I am yeah love she, me yeah. she risked she risked she risked a lot doing that she uh, shot her yeah she yeah, shot her shot and risked it all. Right, because it creates an awkward situation where it's like, you know, a marriage proposal with a guy that maybe you're not that into, you're about to break up with. Everybody's there, including this mother who's dying of cancer. Like, you don't want to be in that situation. This sounds where, like, specific. Oh, no, thank God. But, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just, cause you want to be a nice person and, and you really, um, you know, uh, see how someone wants something badly and they're trying, right? And you really respect that and you want to give credit where that's due. But at the same time, you don't want to set a people for failure where you're throwing all this money at uh, an idea that's not going to work out compared to if you put that $2,000 into like, a good agent or a better website yeah. or whatever um, and actually uh, create content that people can see and be like, oh, wow, this person really is great. If this was actually a billboard for a project he had done, like he had done some show or movie, or whatever, saying, hey, check out this project. I would really have enjoyed that more. Uh, I mean, I'm not hiring. You know, that's a great idea, actually. Put a like. Don't put the focus on "Hey, love me." Give me something to love. Like, don't. don't, Yes. Like, be the sizzle instead of the safe. Right, and then anybody can see it and be like, "Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, I might not be Tyler Perry, but I love this. This is great for my project." And I think that would have been more interesting and and maybe given her more success in other areas that she may have not considered than just "Here's my face." I'm worth hiring and uh, just having something else to kind of look into. She, she might be incredibly talented and, you know, mm-hmm. 
how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? All right. Thanks, everybody, for hey. listening. What, what happened again? No, you oh, yeah. You're breaking up a little bit. Are you on your, like, data plan? I'm driving. Oh, you're still driving? It's so, on, yes. Yeah, it sounds like... Yeah, so I was, I was trying... I wanted to ask you about how the sound quality is, to be honest. It's fine until every now and then it sort of kind of jumps in and out. But you're, you're good. We'll just ask you to repeat stuff what we need to, because I know you want to... We're about to start the Dark Phoenix thing right now. And so, yeah, so... All right, thanks, everybody, for listening to this segment. We're about to start a review of Dark Phoenix. Tammy, thanks for joining us. Where can, where can people find you online? Yes, um, I am on the internet uh, as Cow Kitty everywhere. So uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, and uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> all right. And as for us, you can find us across all social media under the handle at SSM Podcast. You can find us at SSMPodcast.com. You can find the show and the network on iTunes. Well, not iTunes, that's dead now. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, and TuneIn, wherever else great podcasts can be found. This is the Say Something Nice Podcast. I am Brandon. I am here with Ali. Hello. And Tammy. Hello. And the driving man. Brother man from the fifth floor. <laughs> we'll see you guys in a little Damn, bit. I should have said, said Optimus Prime. Oh, well. <laughs> I would have believed it. <laughs>